So glad that you guys are here with us today. My name is Josh. I get to be lead pastor here at Eastgate Church, and uh, which means that I get to be lead servant here for sure. Uh, Ben, thank you so much for leading us in the presence of God. My goodness gracious, are y'all ready to have some fun today? Yeah. So, well. I sound fancy. You do. So. Pastor Jeremy's always got a one-up us. I don't know what the deal is. It is. You just can't just be handsome and well-spoken. You have yeah. to have special effects on yeah. your mic, too. So, it's a face This is weird between you two. Hey, this is a fun day. We get to celebrate and and just go crazy for all the stuff that God has been doing in our church. And I got uh, Pastor Kelly and Pastor Jeremy helping me today because it's just too much for one person to cover. And uh, I think it's important, though, for a church from time to time to hit pause and to just look at what God has been doing. One of the mistakes that I think we make sometimes in church world is that and we just get so focused on the next thing that we forget to stop and just celebrate what God has been doing. I want to give you a couple of scriptures as we're starting today in the book of Habakkuk, which is a fun one to uh, spell and say. Uh, in chapter 2, starting in verse 2, it reads like this. It says, Then the Lord replied, Write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. Now, that's not talking about a guy named Harold. Um, Harold was somebody who would run around and give news and information to the people as it came out from the government or the king. And so what it's saying is, look, write down the revelation and make it plain. Make it plain. There are good ideas, and then there is revelation from God that gives us vision to pursue in our lives and as a church. And I don't know about you, but good ideas are good ideas, but I want a revelation from God. I want a vision from God. And, and here at Eastgate Church, if you're fairly new, or even if you've been here for a, a season, um, you, you'll pick up on this, that we have a very complicated vision plan for our church. It's very complicated. Uh, listen to God and do what he says. Two, two steps right there. Listen to God and do what he says. All the time. Why? Because we want to always make sure that we're operating out of revelation from the closet of prayer and not just a good idea that people in a room came up with that they're trying to pitch to other people to get them to jump on board with. You know what I mean? Um, Proverbs 29:18. it actually, it says this, where there is no revelation or word from God or vision, people cast off restraint. One of the funniest things about church world is this. Um, the natural process for churches, if they don't have something in place to keep them out, outwardly focused, is to become inwardly focused. We've seen enough of that in the world, right? There's enough country clubs uh, operating under church signs. You know what I mean? We don't need any more of that. We need a church that's hearing from God and doing what he says. And we want to make sure that as a church, we're doing that. Programs are great. Discipleship is awesome. Listen, we want to reach the lost for Jesus. Amen? Uh, we got a lot to celebrate today, but I'm telling you, one of the most exciting things, at least for me, is that we're living in today what we were praying about at the beginning of the year. Now, that's amazing to me when you think about it, to see God 
take us one step at a time into the vision that he's called us to as a church and the vision that he's placed on our lives and our personal callings is just amazing. I've seen so many people step into ministry this year. I've seen so many people set free from stuff this year. I've seen our church grow by leaps and bounds and just God do so many amazing things. You cannot pick a service in the last several months where we have not seen a miracle of some sort take place. And it's yeah. not just... And not just, not just churchy kind of talk, but like powerful stuff happening. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. So today is all about celebration. Today is all about um, looking back on what God called us to do at the beginning of the year and, and seeing how he's fulfilled it. Today is about seeing some people get baptized. We're going to get to see people baptized today. It's going to be awesome. So if you're watching online, you picked a great service to tune in on. I'm telling you, can we just give a big welcome to everyone joining us online this morning? Thank you all so much for doing that. If you will, uh, please remember, hit that like button and hit that share button so that we can reach as many people as possible with that message. And you can do that today on your phone, too, if you want to. Just watch that volume and make sure that it's not up loud and distracting to everybody. But um, I don't, I don't want to delay this anymore. We've got a lot of ground to cover, so let's just dive into this and start talking about some of this cool stuff that's been happening this year. So go ahead, guys. Word up. Okay, so I'm going to start things off, all right? I want to talk about outreach. Outreach. How many of y'all know that outreach is important yeah, yeah. for a yeah. church? Amen? Yeah. Right? Because, listen, our community needs us out there. Yeah. Right. Listen, one of the one of the things that I remember when I was first getting into ministry and, and kind of figuring things out, I remember a friend of mine. It was actually uh, Pastor Kelly's brother. He was talking about. Um, I, I don't remember if it was an actual church or an idea that we had. So you got to <laughs> forgive me. Um, it was quite a while ago. Um, so we were we were talking about it, and, and I remember the the words came out that we want to be a church. That if it was not in the community, the community would do whatever it takes to bring that church back because it yeah. made such a difference in the community. We want to be that church. We want to be the church yeah. that, listen, when we do stuff in Douglasville, we want all of Douglasville to know it because we come out and we just do things yeah. with vision and yeah. excellence. And so that's one of the things that we have been praying about and getting going. And listen, how many of you know my friend Roy? Right now he's in Texas, right? But he has started this outreach team, and man, they are just killing it. Yes, they Can are. Can I say, how, how many of you are on yeah. the outreach team or have been involved in some way? Raise your hand. I think most of them are in eKids. Yeah, most of, <laughs> most of you guys are going to be in eKids, but um, he's gotten this, just this team. And listen, the, the first thing that we did that I want to talk about was Taste of Douglasville. Yeah. Yes. Can we go ahead? I, may, I put together a slideshow. This is kind of going with all of our stuff. So the Taste of Douglasville, how many of y'all made it out to that? All right. All right. Okay. Really? Like three of us? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> can, more, can more clap? Can we just clap? <laughs> can we? Come on. We've got all mine, people. Yeah. Well, the good thing is the community was there, and yeah, that's what it was yeah, for. Okay. So. so that was the community was there, and they showed up. I'm telling you, I, I, I remember the last Taste of Douglasville that I actually helped uh, set up before Roy was here. And, man, that one was tiny. I, I actually think our, our Fall Fest might have beat 
the taste of Douglasville that one time. Yeah. And so to see how many thousands of people were there and they all got to come by and get loved on at our Eastgate tent. Amen. Yeah. So yeah. we're just getting out there and loving in the community. And then how many of y'all know our good friend Coco brother? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My city. Yeah, yeah. Well, y'all know he's been playing our messages and and our sermons and stuff like that. So you know we're getting out to all different parts of Georgia and, and everywhere where that reach goes. But listen, here's what he wanted to do too. He's wanted to to start partnering with churches that are that, that are outreaching. And so he reached out to us and he's like, "Hey man, you want to do a worship night? You want to like?" Dude, I'm, I'm talking like a crazy worship night. And, and, and so that was the first thing that we planned. And listen, it was amazing. Yeah, it it was. was amazing. The presence of God fell in that place. And, and you know how sometimes you just have good old-fashioned church. That's the way it felt in that place. We went crazy. And, and the good news is there wasn't church people there. There were people that we were given food to. There were people yeah. that needed haircuts. <clears throat> that we were given haircuts for. There was financial planning. There's all this stuff that, that Coco Brother has all these partners with. And, and, and even there, there's even a photographer that will help you like if you want to get your, your professional profile done so you can get a better job and stuff like that. He even has a, 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 a photographer that would set that up. And so it's just powerful. And he's kept these going and we've been having them like every Thursday. And so listen, the My City stuff is just going to get bigger. Yeah. You know, we're just going to get more reach because I'm telling you, Coco Brother is the man. And we're going to get to hear him preach, by the way. Yeah. We're going to get to He's hear him preach, by the way. I think, like, can I jump weeks. in? Yeah, I do, think, do it. Like, because I was there, and I'll tell you, one of the coolest things about the, the My City Thursday thing was you had, I think we, we had several churches from the community represented there. So it was amazing to see multiple churches under one roof um, with no competition man we just wanted to serve each other and and worship god and then what was really cool is there were a ton of city officials in there too and county officials um the police chief was there sheriff was there we had a lot of commissioners there it was it was amazing to see all these people and business owners gathered together lifting up the name of jesus that was so awesome to see that yeah it was it was was a powerful night The food's also good. Yeah, BT Dubs. <laughs> BT Dubs. Um, also, y'all know about the prayer outreach, right? And we've heard about all the miracles and stuff. Listen, that prayer outreach ain't even slowed down. <laughs> right. Amen. We're still getting to pray with people in the community. And, and man, I'm just telling you, God has been doing so much here that, that we've just been hearing testimony after testimony. I know that, that even some that we're not talking about today that I've just know outside of the church of people who God is answering prayers, right? And, and, and through this prayer uh, outreach on, on Facebook, man, it is amazing to see just the way people have opened up, yeah. you know, the way they, they, they're really reaching out. Like, this isn't like, hey, you know, pray for, pray for my ingrown toenail. These are, these are people that are hurting, and Jeez. they're reaching out to the local church, and that means it's so, so much, yeah. you know, because that's what we need. And then secondly of all, as the guy who kind of does the video editing and podcasting and stuff like that, I can tell you our reach 
online through our podcast and through our online viewing has shot up through the roof. I remember, listen, when we first started online, we were like, I mean, it was, we were jumping if we got like 17, 18, you know, we're hitting in the hundreds every Sunday. Wow, so listen, awesome. that, yeah, give God praise because that is more people that's hearing the message of Jesus. Yeah. So awesome. Woohoo. I get to go now with you kids. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good. All right. So thank you. All right. I got a cheering section this morning. That's awesome. So E-Kids is happening right now over there. Um, sometimes you guys hear the music bumping over there and stuff. We have so much fun in E-Kids, and we love your kids. We want to teach your kids about Jesus. And we have a saying over there in E-Kids that you're never too young to be used by God. And so we teach these kids about the things of God and that they can hear God's voice. And when they're talking to God, they can follow that voice. They live in this world that is so different from what we grew up so many of us grew up in i've got some young faces so it's similar too but anyways for those of us who are old like pastor jeremy over here um our world was different and these kids are walking through stuff but i tell them i'm like look you're little missionaries in your schools and so we tell them all about jesus one of the things we wanted to do this year is we wanted to update that room a little bit so i think we've got a slide to show you here too on some of the upgrades that we did we had this really cool um laser light that we threw up in there it has all these pinpoint lasers and it covers the whole room and we added a media booth so if you were in there before we were sitting behind a table let me tell you how hard it is to keep kids out from something that's on yes. a table okay yes. so we built this awesome media booth in there and it really made everything official it allowed us to expand what we had going on in there to add a light board to be able to run these really cool lights that we added in there with a fog machine and we put some dimmable lights okay so before all of this happened how let me cool tell you this? how it went okay cool we got to the time where we needed to do altar music so we had these string lights overhead so you those were on and then someone would run over to the switch flip the switch but you didn't flip the switch on you flipped it off for the lights to turn on so because things are a little different here sometimes so now we don't have to do that it's all controlled by a light board and we have fun in there with the lights on the kids are dancing getting up and doing all kinds of really cool stuff worshiping Jesus and praising Jesus and learning what that looks like and that that's okay to do and being modeled and you'll see we have students on the stage that are leading worship yeah. too which is yeah. really exciting because they're better than us adults so we let them go ahead and do it um, it starts to show after a while when us we can't do all the moves <laughs> quite right so it's cool but we have seen a 50% growth in um, uh, people yeah. who are serving with us so yeah. that's students and adults which is exciting and then we've seen a big increase in kids coming it's been so much yeah, fun over there chairs, we did yeah. we've had to start dragging chairs from other places awesome so yeah very cool problem we're utilizing the benches in there sometimes we do rugs for Easter we just did rugs like we sat on the floor with rugs because we didn't have enough space enough chairs for all the kids and it was it was so exciting. It's such a fun problem to have. And these kids are amazing, and I love them so much, and I love teaching them. Um, I want to share a quick story before I finish up, but we had a, a kid who came in a couple weeks ago, and I was talking to the mom later, and we were like, how did it go? It was her first time being here. And she said, well, my daughter cried when she got in the car. And you know, your brain can process a lot of thoughts in a split second, right? I mean, just running through it. I'm like, oh my God, what did we do wrong? What happened? And she said she didn't want to leave. She wanted to go back inside and play. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. 
And then she started telling her all about the story and what they had learned that day in the Bible story and all of that. So I'm telling you, the kids are having fun, but the kids are also learning about Jesus while they're having fun. So make sure you support our e-kids ministry. For real. Isn't this awesome, though? Yeah. I love being able to cover great reports like this. These were all goals that we set at the beginning of the year, like coming out of that 21 days of prayer and fasting. Uh, we wanted to up our outreach presence and launch an outreach ministry. We wanted to go further with our partnership with the radio station, which is amazing. Just to think that what we're talking about today, when it plays in a couple of weeks on the radio, is going to go out to like a million plus people. Amen. is amazing when you think about it. Uh, we couldn't fit a million plus people in here. But when we get to heaven, man, can you imagine the testimonies and the stories on the other side? People we're never going to meet, probably, but we'll see them there. Uh, the new light system and the, the changes in the next gen room for e-students were all goals. And praise God, we've been able to meet all of that Amen. stuff. Yeah. Can we just give God a yeah. big shout of praise for yeah. all this stuff? This is amazing. <laughs> really cool. Um, and now we need to talk about some e-student stuff. Yeah. We need to talk Woo! about some e-student stuff. E-students, where y'all at? E-students, yeah. e what? Y'all better get hyped for camp. Y'all can't be doing that going out of camp. Yeah, it's a busy week for, for e-students for sure. Uh, e-students is, is another one. Going into the year, we were just praying. and We're like, man, we just want to be able to do more for the next generation. We want to be able to invest in the next generation. Yeah. And... Uh, and, and it's funny how sometimes God will, will line things up and, and make things happen. Uh, I tell you, we've had somebody overseeing the student ministry for, uh, for a good season, and uh, she's done a great job in getting it to the yes. point that it was at, just stepping in and just the heart to serve and uh, just fill in a gap that was there in our church to make sure that our kids had some events to go to and some things going on. And I just want to pause here for a second and ask Sharina Varney to come up onto the platform. So there, yes, that's good. That's, yeah, you can see. We're good? Yeah, you look okay. good. Do we look good? Yeah. I'll take it. I don't hear that very often. Thank you. No. But Sharina's done a, a phenomenal job, and uh, during the, the spring, you know, we, we were having some conversations, and she was feeling that, you know, it was time for her to transition out of that ministry. And so, you know, when God's speaking, you need to listen, for sure. And uh, so we just kind of rallied around and, and started praying with her, and we all kind of felt like we were all on the same page with that. And uh, it's been amazing to see what God has been able to do with the student ministry in a short season after that transition, just to build on the foundation that you helped lay. Um, but with things going on with Sharina, we just wanted to pause here for a second and uh, just kind of let everybody know what's going on. So God didn't stop speaking with the student ministry. Um, she's been very involved with the worship ministry here at the church, involved on the directional team, the leadership team, and uh, been a great, not just asset, but just, just a great presence in helping with creative decisions and, and leading these areas. And uh, I just want to say your heart's been beautiful, but uh, I just want to let everybody know that Sharina's feeling, and, and we're confirming that her season of leading worship in the church and the student ministry has come to an end. Yeah, and so she's going to be transitioning out. 
her last Sunday leading worship was actually a couple of weeks ago. And uh, I think it's a great thing, though, because when God is speaking, you never, as a church, want to just keep a stranglehold on people. Some people are, are called to a church for a lifetime. Some people are called for a season, a brief season or a long season. And if a church is healthy and operating correctly, when time for a transition like this takes place, what you do is you pray over them, you launch them into this new step and their calling, and you champion what they're doing and support it. You know, you don't sit back and go, well... God Almighty, I just wonder what she's going to do. You know, blah, blah, blah. This, 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 you know what I mean? So, so we're excited for you. Sad, for sure. Is, you know, but, but we're excited for what's happening. Um, I, I do want to do a couple of responsible things. Number one, anytime there's a transition in leadership like this, um, the least spiritual person in the room is going to try to go to the worst possible scenario. You know what I mean? Uh, well, I wonder what the problem is. I wonder why she's leaving. I wonder what Pastor Josh did again to run off somebody else. <laughs> you know, uh, none of that stuff. So in front of everybody, I know you don't have a microphone, but can you just, is there any, any bad blood, any problems, any issues other than football So teams? much. So <laughs> much. Like you guys would not, vote. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, absolutely. No bad blood. Like, like my shirt says, because of Jesus, we are a family. And literally, like, this church wouldn't be here if everybody in leadership didn't follow the calling. And, and you know, the, like, fulfilling the calling that God has on our lives as individuals. And then also, you know, as a church body, whether it be, you know, the individual ministries, like, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, we are only responsible for one thing, and that is for being obedient. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, all, I, <laughs> that's all I can say. And so, you know, it, it's, it's definitely like, it really does feel like the, the end of an era. I'm trying not to cry. I'm so, like, I'm so, I'm, I'm that person. It's fine. Um, but, yeah, like, it, but it, it feels like it's like the end of an era, you know, or just, I've also, like, like, y'all have been my family. Still are, girl. Yes. Still yes. are, girl. Yes. So it's like, even though, like, even though I'm not going to see all y'all, like, every single Sunday, and you're not going to see me up here, like, you know, whatever. I don't know like, if you've ever literally done that, so. though. I think but this is literally the first time <laughs> since days of... No, I want to share a story, okay? okay? What did you say, 12? She was 12. And, okay, so when I first came to this church, I will never forget the first time I met Sharina. Actually, I didn't meet her. I saw her. She was in the dance team. And I remember thinking, that is so much energy in one person. And she was just bouncing, moving, going. And I was like, she is not stopping. So it's been fun to watch her grow up out of that bouncing, crazy kid. And to, she still bounces, now. and she's still good, but it's different now. So. <laughs> You know, I, I'm 35, so my joints are going bad. So there's not a whole lot of that anymore, but, you know, just cartilage. <laughs> Does it bother anybody else to hear someone who's 35 talking about the effects of old age on their body? That's what I'm saying. Nah. I'm listen, listen, this lower back, like, I blame that on, on dance. If you know, you know. Like, dancing on concrete, like, yeah, I, I've, got, I've got nice lower back issues. It's fine. Yeah. Well, girl, I will say this. Um, you're always family. Uh, and I can't wait to see 
what God's going to do yes. in this next season. I just can't wait. Um, and as a pastor, and I'll just speak for the church and everyone, thank you for your faithfulness. Okay, don't tear up because I can't handle that. All right, thank you for your faithfulness. <laughs> thank you for serving the Lord. Thank you for listening to him and not staying where it's comfortable versus stepping out into where he's calling you. So we launch you with all the support and love and care that a church family can. And uh, we just want to pray over you as you move into this. Can we do that collectively? Let's just stretch our hands over towards Sharina. Father, thank you. Father, for a servant's heart, Lord, thank you, Lord Jesus, for years of ministry together as family. And that doesn't stop, Lord. We're always family. The door is always open. She's always welcome here, Lord. Father, we thank you for this calling that you have on her life. Lord, for this time of transition. And though we're, we're sad to see her step away, Father, we're excited for what you have in store. Not just for her, but for the church in this new season. Father, we just give you glory and we give you praise. Father, we just speak blessing over her. Father, let her path be made clear. Father, any lies of the enemy, let them be silenced in this season, Father, so that she can clearly hear your voice and what you would have her to do. Lord, we just give you glory and we give you praise, Father, for her heart and for the future. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Right. Boom. Boom. Here you go, girl. So make sure, if you haven't yet, make sure you give Sharina a hug before you get out of here today. Um, but I will say this. Once we were obedient to what God wanted us to do, we started seeing some major changes take place. It's funny. Nothing catches God by surprise. Right. Ever. And while we were praying about transition stuff with Sharina, especially in the worship, God was speaking to a couple in California to make a move to Georgia and they started watching the church online and connected to what was happening and uh, so Katie has been leading worship here the last few weeks um, felt the call of God to step into that and just give her time to that and I love this as one is transitioning out God is bringing others in and the ministry never stops and things keep moving forward so, it's great stuff, not just with worship, but with the students also. And I'll be quiet because we've got a lot to talk about with the student ministry stuff. Yeah, it was really exciting because we kicked off with 11 new leaders added to the student ministry. So That is it so was strong, awesome. by the way, to have 11 people step up and say, yes, we want to be a part of the student ministry and pour into the next generation. I, that's so awesome. Yeah, really, really exciting. We had 16 students on our launch night and then 22 last time. And yeah. we keep adding. We've still got more coming. So it's really, really exciting. We've had so much fun. Um, injuries have happened with the adults that have been present with the kids. So it's not a safe <laughs> ministry, but it's fun. It keeps us on our toes. It's really exciting. Um, and on our first service that we did was our vision casting service. 
It was so awesome to see all the students come in. Yeah. And Pastor, Sh Pastor Josh shared about the heart for the student ministry and what we wanted to do. That we didn't just want this to be a ministry for our students. We wanted this to be a ministry by our yeah. students. Yeah. And when he gave the response time and he asked him, he said, who's on board with this? Who wants this to be a ministry that's by you guys? 90% of the students looked up and said, yeah, that's what I want too. So awesome. And so as we're moving forward, this is going to be a ministry by our students. There's nothing better than a student being able to minister to another student because they're walking that same path that same road with them we can we can connect with them and we can minister to them out of our experience but a student saying hey this is what God is doing in me right now and I want to share something really cool from just this morning um, as we were praying this morning the students congregated in the back and started praying over each other yeah. um, and it was just so cool they just did it on their own they were all in here a bunch of them were in here for prayer if their parents were here working or they were volunteering and it was just so cool to see the students already joining together you'll see them hanging out all over the campus now usually balls are involved um, sometimes heads and faces are also involved um, but it's a fun time so um, it's really really cool and Pastor Jeremy's going to tell us a little bit about what we've been talking about last couple weeks yeah, so what we're doing, the kind of goal that we're having is we're having like one big service, worship service a month, and then the rest of the time what we do, we come in and we hang out and then we split into small groups and we kind of do that by age and gender um, because how many of y'all know that you don't want to talk about something awkward with somebody that's way younger than you or different, you know, so we, we want it to be safe, right? And yeah. so we we get together in these small groups and we started uh, sharing. And, and so one of the very first topics that, that came up was anxiety. And you know, anxiety is everywhere. You see it everywhere, right? It, it, it's kind of a, it, it's not a new thing, but you, you definitely hear about it a lot more now. And teenagers are, listen, they go through anxiety, they have fear. And sometimes when you don't know what to do with that fear and with that anxiety, man, it can shut you down and it can cripple you. And, and so we decided we're gonna tackle that head on. And so last week we started talking about anxiety. And you know what, it, it's funny because listen, I've been a part of teenage small groups and most of the time it's you digging stuff out. And these kids, they, they poured out just kind of like what they're going through, what they see their friends going through, what what some of the stuff that they see that helps them and, and stuff like that. And so tonight we're actually going to continue to have that conversation. Yeah. And man, I'm just telling you, these kids are fired up. And I don't know if y'all have really put it together yet, but um, tomorrow is youth camp. And yes. so listen, all this is happening before youth camp. And I can just tell you as someone who's been in student ministry for a long time, I was called into ministry as a, as a student. Speaking of students. <laughs> they never disappoint, okay? That's that awesome. been the most, that's like that the was least the, subtle. Yeah. Yeah, that was the least subtle thing poor, I've ever seen. Poor, poor DJ, because um, if y'all don't know that teenager that just had that happen to him, he you is pointed him a out. very quiet. No, nobody knows him as DJ over there. All right. Anyway, poor kid. Poor kid. He just got embarrassed. Um, totally. Love you, DJ. All right. So. <laughs> it's not reciprocated anymore. So anyway. camp. 
All this has been happening leading up to camp, and listen, I don't believe that that is on accident. Camp is something special. I believe God can do what he wants wherever he wants, but there is something special about camp because the kids go down there. They're just bombarded with everything of Jesus and the love of Jesus and then all the... All the thousands of people that pray and, and, and fast and seek after God to do stuff at this youth camp, you know, it's, not, it's no wonder that you end up getting people called into ministry and, and filled with the Holy Spirit as a teenager at camp. So listen, we're about to see these teenagers go crazy. And so I love what they're doing. But listen, we're hitting real stuff. We're not talking about yeah. just junk. We're going to talk about stuff with your kids, and we're going to help them go through some stuff. Amen? Yeah. Can I tell you something? Just most of y'all have not heard my story, and I'm not going to share the whole thing. But our, our students are starting to kind of form how I remember our teenagers were. And the reason why that's big is you, I'm not trying to create something. We're not trying to create something. But we did that as a teenager. We decided, you know what? Why can't we do our youth? Why can't we run it? Why can't we be the leaders in it? Why can't we be the ones that's telling our friends? And I'm telling you, our youth group went from like eight to now it's several hundred at that church. And it's all because when teenagers start feeling that call of God, I'm telling you, let's feed it. Feed it and you'll see a different church very quickly. Amen? Yeah. So listen, if you're still on the fence or your teenager hadn't got here, listen, if you want to go kidnap a teenager from the mall and bring them, just, just bring them, right? Just bring them. So the last thing I want to talk about with e-students is we got a bunch of cool stuff coming up too because yeah. we want to hang out and we want to do stuff fun. So this is going to be every five to seven Every Sunday, we want to see your kids. This is tonight. Hot dogs, popcorn, and... Nachos. Listen, I know. I was just told yeah. about the nachos. Thank you. <clears throat> Here's the deal. I need my own plate of nachos. <laughs> just got to be honest. Uh, nacho, me and nachos, it's a different level. It's different. It's different. Very cool. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be great. We got Tubi coming up. Yeah. Tubi. What? What? And then we got our escape room coming up. We will keep talking about this stuff in e-students, and we will keep it out in front of you guys so that we don't forget anything. But listen, make sure you are involved. You do not want to miss this train. So awesome. So much going on with different uh, areas of ministry in the church. So 22 students plus leaders uh, usually at these, at these events and at these nights. It's just amazing. Um, going to camp this year, we're taking a group of 18, I think, leaders and students going, something like that. It's amazing. It's amazing to see what God is doing. And I just wanted to pause for just a second and pray over our students as they're heading to camp. Y'all leave tomorrow, right? Yes. Yeah, tomorrow morning. Early tomorrow. Bright and early for sure. Say it so, again. Early. Early, early. So let me, yeah, let me pray over everyone. If y'all would pray with me over our students. Father, thank you for this group of young people. Lord, thank you for this army that you're forming to yes. reach this next generation. God, I thank you for their heart, for their passion, Lord, 
for their creativity, all the gifts that you've given them, Lord. And we just lift them up to you for the ones that are going to camp this week. Father, that you would just meet them in a powerful way, Lord, that they would have fun and do all the stuff that, that you do at camp, Lord. But most importantly, that your power and your presence would impact their lives, Lord, that you would call those to ministry that you have your hand on, Father, that you would encourage those that need it, Lord, that you would do a powerful work in these students, Lord, let it be a, a powerful move in their life that becomes a catalyst that propels the rest of this church to try to keep up with the spiritual passion and fire that you birth in them, Lord. Let it be everything, Father, that you need it to be. Lord, we just pray safety and protection on them on the way to camp, on the way from camp. While they're at camp, Lord, we pray protection over all of the adults that are going as leaders. Father, keep the hamstrings and the shoulders and everything in place like it needs to be, Father. We just speak life over all of them, Lord. We just give glory to you for a powerful time at camp for these students. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Let's give God some praise. So much going on. Now, I, don't, I don't know if y'all have been here. Um, pick Pick a week since uh, February or so of this year, and I can just tell you there's going to be a testimony from that week of something awesome that yeah. God has done. And one of the things we wanted to do this morning is just celebrate some of those stories. I'm going to spend a ton of time on it, but we just, I'm telling you, we have seen healing after healing and miracle after miracle as God confirms his message as it goes out. Uh, and the power of his presence has just been amazing. How many of y'all could say that you are absolutely humbled and appreciate the power and the presence of God that we've yes. experienced here over the last yes. several months? This has been amazing to see what the Lord has done. And, and the healings that we've seen are, we, I mean, things like headaches and body aches and, and then major things too. We had a, a mom call, Pastor Kelly, because uh, their, their daughter had just gone into the emergency room uh, running a high fever and had broken out in a rash all over her body and the doctors didn't know what was going on but she was trending in a bad way and the mom called Pastor Kelly and said hey can you pray and maybe have some people pray and, and Pastor Kelly prayed with her on the phone and it wasn't how long like it's almost instantaneously yeah, it um, the rash started disappearing her fever went down. The girl had a clean bill of health. God just healed her miraculously right there in the ER. It was amazing. Anytime, anytime you have doctors coming in and going, hey, we don't know what's going on here, but she's okay. You can go home. That's an awesome thing to see. Um, so we've seen stuff like that happen. We had a gentleman um, with uh, Women of Valor, which, by the way, is an amazing discipleship journey for ladies. Um, we had a prayer request come in to women of valor from an individual. It's a guy who was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. Stage four. Our ladies got together and prayed miraculous healing. Miraculous healing. That's just awesome. It's awesome. Look, when you can see cancer on a scan here and then it's not there in the next one, I love it when doctors go, well, we're not sure exactly what's going on. We know exactly what's going on. His name yeah. is Jesus. You know, yeah. just week after week at stories like this, we've had people, we had one lady in a service we had who we, you know, as we often do, opened up the altar area for prayer, and she was hurting so bad in her body. Um, 
she almost didn't want to come up for prayer, but she goes, no, I'm going to come up there for prayer. And I watched her get up and slowly make her way up to the front. You could tell it was just really painful for her. Um, her back, her legs, shoulders, everything just, just aching with pain. And uh, we prayed over her, and uh, she turned around and walked back to her seat. And on the way walking back to her seat, bam, power of God hit her, and she got healed in the service. She came up to me and Pastor Josh, I have no pain at all. God has completely healed my body in service today. Just testimony after testimony of God's grace. Uh, not just that. I mean, we're seeing people filled with the Holy Spirit, a ton of people coming to know Jesus. It's just amazing to see what God is doing. You never know what God's going to do any week that we show up here, but we do know this. It's going to be powerful. It's going to be powerful, and it's going to confirm His Word. We've seen marriages restored this year. Oh, my gosh, families and marriages. I could just spend the rest of the day talking about what God has done in the families and the church. There was one guy who I just... We just started praying and fasting with him about his marriage, and we've just seen God restore that marriage one step at a time. Uh, from separated on the way to divorce to God bringing them back together, it's just amazing to see what the Lord has done. It's just great to see him doing all of these things. And so I could go on forever, but it's not just what happens here in the service, but we've seen God do a lot of stuff outside in the community too with some of our community partners. Yeah, we love to be able to reach out with our community partners. And one of those that we partner with is the Nichols Center here in Douglasville. They do an incredible work there. They yeah. they um, deal with people's mental health. They deal with families who are effect, affected by substance abuse, helping people get back on their feet. And it goes way bigger than that. It's a huge broad spectrum. But one of the things that we got to help them with um, recently was there was a first responder who was trying to get back on her feet and get out of a very difficult situation and pretty much needed to start over. We were able to partner with the Nichols Center because um, one of the things they do is big and in pouring into our first responders. Um, they do a lot of counseling and they do training classes because, um, you know, our first responders, they see a lot of stuff and they're people too. And so we were able to help this particular first responder get back on her feet and get started all over again. And it was really awesome to be able to be a partner um, with the Nichols Center for that. It was amazing to see all that. Yeah, a lot of testimonies and stories like that. I, I love it. We took up a special offering that day. And I'm telling you, Eastgate Church, when we say that we have a generous church, I'm always blown away by how we always show up and give big in the right moments. And we were able to not just meet the goal, but exceed the goal of getting this lady back up on her feet. And I just love it. It was just awesome to see. It really was. That's awesome. Yeah, um, kind of to go off just the Nichols Center for just a second, too. I got to videotape some uh, videotape. Good Lord. Some of y'all know what that is. Some of y'all don't. Um, I got to record some testimony videos, and, man, the work that they're doing over there is powerful, especially yeah. with the first responders. So this is a big deal yeah. um, to echo what Pastor Kelly was saying. They, they see a lot. And so y'all pray for them, too. Pray for the Nichols Center and their vision because they, they deal with a lot of people over there. So pray for them. Pray for strength. How many of y'all, when y'all got to church this morning, saw some crazy people trying to keep you from getting in the parking lot outside waving? <laughs> yeah? We had our waivers out there this morning. Hey, listen, yeah, that, that is an older picture, but we had a whole slew of people out there waving at people this morning. Pastor Jeremy, why is that important? It is important because it lets 
Right? 22 honks? 22 honks. That may be, awesome. that may be a church record um, because most of the time they just look at me and they're like, why is this 40-year-old guy out there? Um, so, uh, but our, our teenagers and, and several of our leaders and stuff like that have kind of been involved in this, but, but mostly it was like headed up by our, our teenagers and then like a couple of adults to keep them from getting in that road. Um, <laughs> So, but it, it just raises up the temperature out there, man. It looks like something's happening. It, it, isn't that awesome when you can come to church and feel like something's happening? You know, yeah. Listen, listen, just to be honest, I saw so many people, and you know they were driving to church just like this. And, you know... I, so listen, it just raises up that excitement when we get here, and, and here's why that's important. Miss CJ, you could go ahead and start playing the baptism video. We have some friends of ours that got baptized here um, not too long ago. Our friend Glenn, there he is right there. Hey. Glenn and Ashley. So. We're going to let this baptism video play behind us. But listen, I just wanted to tell y'all's story a little bit. Um, so when we were out there waving one day, they, they were kind of filling the, the pool of God to get back involved in, in, in church and to, to go back. They were actually on their way to uh, another church, and they drove by, and we were out there waving. And so they were like, hey, you know, let's, let's pull in. And listen, they found a home. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Right? They found a home. Yes. And, you know, I get to see kind of things from a different perspective being up here on the stage and stuff like that. And so, like, listen, I remember the first time that they came in. And, and as, they've, as they've gotten involved, I've seen them, like, move up front and they're dancing and they're worshiping. Man, that's why I'm always looking over here. If y'all always wondering why is Pastor Jeremy looking over at this side of the room, this side of the room's a little hotter than this side of the room. So, listen. You know, just stepping it up in worship, and it, it, it's just been fun, and, and, and seeing just God move in your God's life, and, and then, you know, it, God's continued that, right? God's continued that. Yeah. We're going to have more baptisms this morning, yeah. right? Uh -huh. And listen, it's just stuff that seems so little that may not even seem important to most people. Like, it makes a difference. It makes a difference just because we took the, and listen, that's not on accident. That's a plan. We want people out there because they're driving by. They're like, why are these kids? Drive by a car wash. I guarantee you you're going to know it's a car wash. Why? Because they always put 50 teenagers out there with a big sign that says car wash here. And so that's what we want to do. We want to say, Jesus, here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We want to say that. And then you never know who's going to be driving by, who's going to be filling that call of God, yes. and then they're just snagging them. I, funny story this morning, we, we were waving, and one dude pulled in, Pastor Josh, and he pulled in, and we were like, yes, this is new. We knew this was a new face, right? We knew we didn't recognize the car. We started celebrating. This guy was like, hey, listen, I was just pulling over. He drove off. <laughs> well. Um, so he didn't even honk, which, you know, maybe, maybe his horn doesn't work. Um, but, you know, people always use that little pull-off right there to pull over. And they pulled over, and they're like, we pulled over 
at the wrong place this morning. <laughs> There's this, there, hey! Hawk! <laughs> so, so listen, thank you guys for waving. Thank you for being used because listen, y'all didn't even know that story. Most of y'all didn't. So think about that. Just little things that we do that makes a difference and, and you never know what it's going to do. And now we've got a family who's, God's just changing their whole life and moving in their life. And it's amazing to be able to see that. I love it. And actually, uh, some of the, one of the, the individuals getting baptized today is kind of an overflow yep. of that impact in their life. So we're excited about that. Uh, God's doing so much. I will say this. I love this side of the room. I don't know if Pastor Jeremy doesn't, but I love you guys. And... Uh, yeah, I got, got to make sure everybody's feeling loved this morning. Sing louder. I saw some head. I saw some heads go down. Yeah. So the challenge is there for sure. Is this fun There's or what? There's way more people over here. Is this fun or what? So much to celebrate, and uh, I think it's important for us to talk about this stuff, man, and just not always be in the habit of showing up, but to just honor God for what He's been doing. Uh, it's, it's been a tremendous season in our church, uh, going back to the week before Easter Sunday. I think spiritually, that's where everything just kind of hit a new level. And I want to throw some numbers at you and just celebrate this stuff to the glory of God. This isn't, a lot of times people come to a service like this, especially if they don't attend a church or haven't attended the church or they haven't been there in a long time. And they'll think, wow, these people are really proud of what they're doing. And it could be further from the truth. We're excited about what God is doing. Um, it's, uh, it's all through him and because of him. If we have any part, it's just being obedient to what he says and then watching him do what he does. And it's in an exciting season for sure. All this stuff we've been praying for and stepping out into, God is just there. He's always there um, to meet us in that new season. Guys, we have seen, since the week before Easter, we have seen 147% growth in this church. That is huge. That's huge. It's a major, major, major number. I don't want to get excited so much about church growth because that could mean that a church across town split, you know, and people just land at an individual churches, and a lot of churches grow that way. What I'm excited about is that um, the majority, the vast majority of the growth that we've seen is we've seen because of moments like this at the altar um, where we are just praying over people and watching people come forward and surrender their lives to the Lord. What God's doing in our church is so special. It really is. That doesn't mean that we're more special than the church down the street. I'm sure God is moving in, in every church. You know, I, that's my hope and my prayer that, that he's doing that. And people are seeing explosive growth and life transformation like we are. Um, it's not a competition. It's about growing the kingdom of God. You know, um, but but seeing these lives change, watching these altar calls and these people come up, uh, we've baptized so many people, um, so many faces, so many stories, seeing God do so much, so many families put back together. Since the week before Easter, guys, we have seen 87 people make decisions for yeah. Jesus in this church. That's just so awesome. To put it in perspective, all of the previous year, we saw 117 people make decisions for Jesus. We've already hit 87. We're in June, y'all. 
We're in June. I can't wait to see what else God is going to do. We haven't even gotten into the fall where our outreach goes through the roof. We're not even there yet, okay? And if God's moving this strong now, I can't wait to see what he's doing later on in the year. Man, we just got to keep our focus. We got to keep our focus. Guys, we have seen 20 people baptized since before Easter. Isn't that just awesome? 20 people have come forward to be baptized. And we're going to get to baptize three more today to add to that number with countless more to come throughout the year. So excited about that. Um, These are great numbers, but every number matters because we say this often. Every number represents a name. Every name has a story that's unique with God doing something powerful in their lives. And I just want to start out. Um, baptizing people here by, by telling a story as, as I'm walking down. I'll tell you guys, um, some of these stories are absolutely powerful. This first guy we're going to baptize today. I had lunch with him a few weeks ago. He just um, started coming back to the church, and he looked me in the eyes, and he goes, Pastor, today I'm 35 days old. 35 days old. I, I, oh, what, do you, what do you mean? I don't want to tell all of his story because I think it's going to be a powerful testimony moment later. 35 days old, he said, what do you mean? He goes, I died. What do you mean? He goes, no, I literally died. He was in a dark place, turned into the wrong stuff, and... He OD'd on cocaine. It was laced with fentanyl. When that stuff hit, he collapsed in his home. He was there by himself. But you could say as as chance worked it, but I think God is, is a lot better than chance. Um, the person he was staying with had just recently installed a camera, one of those little cameras in the room he happened to be in. They just happened to pull it up and check it out and saw him collapsed on the floor. And I might not be getting all of this right, but he, um, he was there on the floor. They saw him on the floor, made a phone call to a friend who just happened to pick up the phone, went over to the place, broke into the house, found him unresponsive, called 911. They had to hit him with a paddle two times, I believe, two to three times to bring him back. But he was as close to being gone as you can get. But he didn't die. He didn't die. So I'm I'm choking it back right now because I I know this guy and I know a lot more of his story. He says, I've been running from God since I was a teenager. But I'm done running. If I didn't die then, God's got a plan for my life, and it's time for me to step into that call and to go all in for Jesus and serve him with the rest of the life that I have. Now, I don't know how many days old he is today because I'm bad at math, but I will say this, Eastgate Church, we need to celebrate big time on this first baptism. So, Sean, if you will, come on over. This is a powerful, powerful story. 